you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sweet Victory and J-Mac are on tap to <clears throat> help us. <laughs> I don't know. Help us navigate the show. <laughs> and boy, do we appreciate them. Today, we're going to talk about some of the information that is out that just continues to come out. And I, I, feel, um, I feel almost a personal responsibility to keep having the um, the vaccine conversation, mm-hmm. especially because I took such a, <clears throat> excuse me, forceful stance on being prayerful and if where you're convicted, remain there, remain yeah. in those convictions. Yeah. Amen. And just, I, I did not have a peace personally about this and the way that it was being pushed and, and so much of the pressure that was being put on people who didn't have the right to conscience. And I, I kind of don't want us to forget that. Because I think if we forget that, <clears throat> excuse me, then it'll be very easy for us to find ourselves in a situation again where we are being forced to violate our conscience and forced to lay a, lay aside following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And, mm. and I just, I think for Christians, this should matter to us a whole lot. Yes, there is the conversation to be had about American freedom and there is the, the conversation to be had about uh, informed consent and all of those things have a place in the discussion but I think for the Christian, there's a bigger place that we need to hang out at, and, and that is being willing and convicted to follow the leading of the Spirit of God. Yeah. Like, I just think, in, you know, if we lose Man, so right. the exercise of that <laughs> muscle, you understand what I'm yeah. Do you know that the, the um, well, and I, I, I say this only to make a point, because in reality, the promise of the Lord Jesus is that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. So I'm only saying this to make a point. But just imagine the the state of the gospel under imperial rule mm-hmm. if the Christians were like, well, we can't we can't follow or obey because it's against the law. <laughs> yeah. Like I th- those are the kinds yeah. of things that come into my mind. Yeah. I, I think about what generations should the Lord tarry, however long that is that is his prerogative, obviously. But I think about the generations that will come after us. Mm-hmm who we don't even realize that they will look back and say, man, you know what? That faithfulness mm. is such a challenge and an encouragement to me or is the reason I have the gospel intact, yeah. that they remained faithful. And so the fight in America, yes, it is for all of the, the rights that you have as an American. But can I say that those rights, and I know this is going to really jolt some people, mm-hmm. those rights are secondary to your conviction, your mandates, and the commands that you have from Scripture. Amen. Amen. And and I think that if you fight first for the primary rights, okay, mm-hmm. of a believer, mm-hmm. to follow the Lord Jesus, to follow the leading of the Spirit, if you fight for that personally, internally, then the secondary and tertiary fights, I think, become easier. Yeah. Like I, I, I really do, and 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 I, and why? Because I think that you are fortified in that spiritual battle. Yeah. I think it makes you stronger. I think you know, 
if if spiritually speaking, you are prepared to die for what you believe, mm. then can you imagine if you're just like unfriended on Twitter or if maybe they threaten that you're going to lose your job? Like those things become not such a big deal. Right. If if in total you're willing to give your life for Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we talk about some of these issues and you, you hit on it, the ability as a Christian to be able to hear from God, let the Holy Spirit lead and say yay or nay to something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not being controlled by, you know, uh, what someone else is saying to do, even if it if it's someone who is, let's say, in a, a place of authority, but they're wrong. You ha- you know, there's there's an obeying God rather than man. Yes. You know, some people will point to. But what about, you know, you, you have to submit, you know, but there are certain, certain things that are, are just wrong. And the Holy Spirit would tell you mm-hmm. not to do this. That's right. You know. That's and right. so what do you do then? Well, you have to go with what God has said, yeah, you know, because God's law is supreme. Amen. He He is the sovereign. He Amen. is the sovereign. And God is not going to call us to do anything that will dishonor him. Do you right. understand what I'm saying? Like we can't. So I'm not saying using that as like some sort of new license for lawlessness. But if you've got laws in place that are calling you to do things that are antithetical to the faith or that violate your conscience, that go against the word of God, then those laws are bad. Mm. Not you desiring to adhere to God's law or mm-hmm. to God's righteous commands. Mm-hmm. This is what makes, and again, I'm I'm not trying to, I don't want to be that person who in any way is seemingly beating up on the church. I yeah. I am the church. I love the Lord's mm-hmm. bride. Like That's why we talk about the things that Amen. we talk about. Amen. But just going back to these moves to... Uh, separate us to to shut down the faithful gathering of the Lord's people, which, by the way, is a command of Scripture. Mm. <laughs> Don't give up meeting together, as is the habit of some. And I've been talking about this and, and kind of thinking about it inside my home with our kids and, and looking at there there are some places in Scripture where it's very easy for us to treat it as a self-help book. Mm-hmm. You know, we just think that that's just good to do. Right. Or that this just makes for a better person, or that's going to be a happier uh, yeah, Christian like a existence. Suggestion. It's right. a suggestion. Right. You know. But yeah. really, we should see this as God's commands to us. If mm-hmm. if it is true, and and I believe that it is, that the scriptures are God's breathed out words to us. That the mm. scriptures are God breathed. Then then that means that what He tells us to do is not. You know what would be nice. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because that just kind of seems like you don't really have to do that. Right. You can just take it nice. or leave it. Take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's sort of like. Um, yeah, don't covet. You know, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if you didn't covet. Mm. No, that no, don't covet. You know what's you know people don't like when you're greedy. Okay, no, but greed is idolatry. So don't be greedy. Like mm. these things are. And I was talking about this this morning just with with one of the kids that man, when we allow for the full weight of scripture, it changes the way we live. And so as we look at more and more information coming out about these so-called vaccines and the effect that it's having on people and the effect that it's having on people who didn't even get the vaccines now. Mm-hmm. And that's Which what we're going to take a, 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 Just un... Look, <laughs> this is something out of a movie that I would have watched in college. Okay? A like movie. A, a scientific <laughs> horror thriller or something, right? Yeah. I can't watch them anymore. I'm just too, too skittish. But in college, you know, that would have been yeah. something that we'd have gotten a bunch of people together and said, hey, you know what, what movie's out? It's called The Spread. You guys want to watch it? It's called The Spread. Anyway, but that's that's what we're in the midst of. And, and I think it's so important 
especially because of the the huge campaign and the concerted effort to keep information away from people, I think it's very important for us to get information out. It's very important for us to be talking about this. The more I read about, you know, which we are we already knew mm-hmm. that there was information that we didn't know. Right. <laughs> and we knew that there was going to be stuff that was going to come out later. Like, you know, because the way things were done is like no one really knew what the long-term effects would be or, you know, because it seemed like things was fast-tracked and was like, hey, we, we have this emergency uh, 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 trial or whatever going on, so we need to... And and so no one really thought about, okay, but what happens? And then you just take one look at the prescription, at the medicines that's on TV, that mm-hmm. the different things and all the different mm-hmm. side effects. Yep. That shows you right there that, you know, if we're going into this and not really even knowing what's going to go on, that there's going to be... Side effects. There's going to be some things. But all of a sudden, but all of a sudden, okay, the COVID vaccines didn't have any of those quick, low murmured side effects. Like none of none of those things could be right. discussed. Like all of a sudden, right. This you was even talk about the, like, the miracle vaccine right. that didn't have you know side effects include mm-hmm. none none of that in which to me just but to ask questions and this is something that when I when I look at. Um, when I look at the way that movements grow and what, what is necessary for a movement to grow is that you've got to have adherents who are all in mm. and unwilling to survey that their beliefs may be wrong, right? And how do you get there? You've got to demonize people. You've mm-hmm. got to ostracize mm-hmm. people. You've got to make them the crazies among us. Right. And so people who ask basic questions became the crazies among us. <laughs> and, and even today, and, and by the way, I can't open my news app on my phone and not read a story about COVID, about boosters, about new variants. Yeah. And so for, for people who are like, well, aren't we past that? The simple answer is no, no. <laughs> and even if we were, we need to have a long memory because we need to be able to call back to mind what the intent was. The intent was to villainize anyone who asked legitimate questions and to force you to do things against your will, dangling your job, Mm-hmm. Your career, mm-hmm. your business over your head. Yep. Th- that's that's where we were in the United States of America. Yep. And I think if we forget that, then we could quickly find ourselves in that situation again. I tell you what, I can't open up my phone and app without seeing somebody die. Well, we're gonna talk about you that know, today. Like it's it's, it's I don't you know, you you're thinking about something so sometimes things seem more pronounced or you know, like if you got a certain car. And now you see it everywhere. It's called heightened awareness, right? Like I don't know if it's heightened awareness, but mm, I don't or, think so. You know, it's, but it's or it's like, just people dying suddenly. And at a young age. Yeah. No, like, that's not heightened what's awareness. What's going on here? That's not heightened awareness. Okay. And here and here's and let me tell you, because the stories so in other words, you're not imagining that. Yeah. Because the stories are coming from several different outlets. Right. So True. you're so you're not just getting these stories from Rumble. <laughs> right, right. Do you understand? Yeah. Then, then that would be like, okay, I'm finding the stories that I'm looking for. Well, right. if you just keep scrolling through certain websites, no, these stories are coming from every place. Different places, yeah. And the reason for that is because they can't be ignored any longer. I was reading an article in preparation for this show. Uh, she's a the, the former, I want to say that she was formerly the president of Planned Parenthood, I think for a short time, mm. uh, Lena Wynn. I think Dr. Lena Wynn was, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken on that. that sounds familiar. Um, but she is a CNN medical analyst and Washington Post columnist. Mm -hmm. And she's she's writing about the overinflated numbers that were given about people dying from COVID. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, 
there's a difference. Listen, she is saying now, okay, in her column, one of her more recent ones, there's a difference in dying from COVID and dying with COVID. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 2021 called. Right. I mean, how long have we been saying 2021 called, <laughs> and it wants its commentary back. Right. Like, right. what? Like, how, how are you now in January 2023... <laughs> and then, and, and now I, I can't hear her in her writing, but mm-hmm. I can hear these people in her writing. Right. That they now, when the, when the information is so, like, unavoidable, you can't hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they've got to come out like they're getting in front of it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, they come out like so they're bringing the superior wisdom. Right. And, 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 and thinking that the profundity of their statements is something that most thoughtful Americans have not arrived at yet. <laughs> Because they're the experts. They have to, you know. Right? So then she gets to say, she gets to say, there is a difference between dying of COVID and dying with COVID. And these numbers are grossly overinflated. (laughs) (laughs) I think she heard that somewhere. (laughs) You think she read it in a book? Maybe it was a Facebook post that was blocked. (laughs) Right. Right. A Twitter account that was taken down. Oh my goodness. Maybe a YouTube channel that got pulled or banned. I mean, like it, it, but here's the thing though. We who are prayerful and we who seek the Lord and are desiring to walk with him in a, with a clear conscience and a mind that is submitted to the Lordship of Christ. Indeed, the Bible says that we who are Christians, we have the mind of Christ. Amen. Like to, to be able to think on issues rightly is never something that we should take for granted. For those of us for whom what I just said is true, we didn't have to be duped by these people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing I will tell you, and I think about this quite often, the thing that really grieves me, the thing that makes me saddest is the faithful Christians who, under immense pressure, and this was not like a a flipping, oh, I'm just going to, you know, it was, there was immense pressure that they were facing who made the decision to take these shots and are now experiencing Man. the adverse effects. Yeah. That that <laughs> grieves me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I know, look, let me tell you something. I know it's difficult to listen to a show like this if you're in the number where you say, well, I did get the shot. I did. Mm. Please, I am not trying to intensify your angst, but trying to conceal this information is what has gotten us into this place. Mm-hmm that we're in right now. Right. So we're going to talk about it. Erin the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll grab a break and we'll be right back. on American Family Radio. Certainly do appreciate you listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. That's Todd Delaney. Victory belongs to Jesus. Because that's a fact. It is. 
this article here, I think this is, I grabbed this from Fox News here, talking about Lena Wynn, uh, Dr. Lena Wynn. Um, I'll just pick up reading for you a little bit here. This is, uh, the. by the way, today's uh, broadcast is concerns you weren't allowed to know. Mm. Like concerns you just, you just weren't allowed to know about these concerns, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's Wynn. Wynn, who writes occasionally uh, for the Washington Post, uh, providing her observations on the pandemic, masking, and other COVID-related subjects, cited sources claiming that most patients diagnosed with COVID are actually in the hospital for some other illness. <laughs> the article is titled, We Are Overcounting COVID Deaths and Hospitalizations. That's a problem. Guys, like, <laughs> and, and, and every, uh, every novice podcaster, every <laughs> right. novice blogger, right, writer, whatever, is going, dude, <laughs> I typed that in my Evernote 17 months ago, 24 months ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on. It's crazy. And, and so here she is, though, <laughs> as if this is a legitimate column. Mm. Anyway, back here. When began her column with some apparent skepticism about the CDC's latest COVID-19 death stats, According to the center, quote, quoting uh, Lena Wynn here, okay? Mm-hmm. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the United States is experiencing around 400 COVID deaths every day. At that rate, there would be nearly 150,000 deaths a year. But are these Americans dying from COVID or with COVID? Girl, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I just want to be like, wow. girl, I had done already asked that question. <laughs> right. We didn't already talked about this, girl. A couple years ago. You know what I mean? I, I, and and I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it because there's right. so much we're going to get into that is so heavy and so weighty. Right. But I'm just like, guys, we have to be able to, in confidence, stand our ground. Do you yeah. understand? These are the conversations we had already had. And, you know, another conversation, another part of it is how the flu, like, went away during that time period. And, like, now Correct. it's back with a vengeance. Hello? Like, it's like <laughs> Hulk <laughs> flu. Like, man. Like so, what? What? Oh goodness Man, gracious! It's just so much. It's like it's like a um, it's like a uh, what do you call it? Like a a dance team where you tap in and then it's your you know you cut in. It's yeah. like COVID was like, whew, okay, <laughs> I had them for two years. Flu, <laughs> right. you're in, it's your you're turn. up, and so the Man, flu taps in and it's just like you know, yeah. it's just it's really insane. Okay, back to this article here, and then because we've got some um some clips that we really need you to hear today. Uh, Back to this Fox News article. The doctor claimed that, quote, understanding this distinction, the distinction between from and with Mm -hmm. is what she's talking about. Okay, understanding this distinction is crucial to putting the continuing toll of the coronavirus into perspective. Oh, now. Oh, so now you want perspective. (laughs) Determining how likely it is an infection will result in hospitalization or death helps people weigh their own risk. Oh, now you want people weighing risks. Hmm. Wait a minute. Wait. When <clears throat> excuse me. When people when people were trying to weigh risks, mm-hmm. you were designing on your Photoshop apps like passports, vaccine passports. When when people were trying to weigh risks, you were designing those little cute cards that you could give them that would show if they had received the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, but now we're in the time where we want to weigh risk because the information well, is so overwhelming. It were, cannot be hidden. When you were trying to weigh risk, you were threatening people to lose their, their jobs. Come on. <laughs> you know, like their livelihood. Come on. But they're weighing the risk. Like, now, now all of a sudden weighing risks is in. They treat it like it's a fashion. Mm. 
two years ago, oh, nobody's weighing risks. Oh, that's, oh my goodness. Now, hey, everyone, we're weighing risks. <laughs> Everyone's weighing risks. You know, like I just, it's, it's ridiculous, but not, but not mm. to the discerning believer. We, we actually were able to observe these things and we were able to prayerfully talk about these things. And by God's grace and the power of the spirit of God who indwells us, we were able to resist these things. Mm. But now here, here you go. All of a sudden, people are, they need to be able to weigh their own risks. I'm going to finish this up and then move on. She spoke to two infectious, for her article, Dr. Lena Wynn here, mm-hmm. okay? She spoke to two, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I promise I'm in good health. I have to tell that to Sweet Victory. Because <laughs> She'll quarantine you. She you treats me go somewhere. <laughs> like an infectious disease if I start to sneeze. I promise I'm not contagious. Um. <clears throat> Anyway, Lena Wynn, in her article, she spoke to two infectious disease experts. Now, please pay close attention to what she discovered, okay? These experts told her they believe, quote, the number of deaths attributed to COVID is far greater than the actual number of people dying from COVID. Wait, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to be an infectious disease expert. Okay. I'm just, my list of what I can do keeps increasing. Every time I read these people, I'm like, I can say that. Yeah. If that's what it is to be an infectious disease expert, I could do that. Right. (laughs) Cause that's what we had already said. All right. So here we go. Mentioning the, um, the first doctor that she, uh, interviewed a woman named Robin Drettler, an attending physician at Emory Decatur hospital, and the former president of Georgia's chapter of Infectious Diseases Society of America. And this doctor estimates, I'm sorry, Robin, it's a male, his. This doctor estimates that his hosp- at his hospital, 90% of patients diagnosed with COVID are actually in the hospital for some other illness. Mm. 90%. 90%. 90%. 90%. 90%. I just... <laughs> One other thing, okay. and then and then we'll move on to Dr. McCullough. Okay. Drettler told the analysts, quote, since every hospitalized patient gets tested for COVID, many are incidentally positive. Hmm. Oh, and incidentally, <laughs> you have COVID. I'm not joking. <laughs> this this doctor actually said, yeah, let me let me let me continue. Let me just continue. Here we go. Quote, if these Patients die. They've got some patients in the hospital. Listen to me. I'm not because we joked about everybody dying of COVID. Mm -hmm. Okay. This sounds like it could be a joke, but here we go. If you have people in the emergency room with gunshot wounds or another serious illness, I'm reading here, they often test positive for the virus. The doctor says, quote, if these patients die, COVID might get added to their death certificate along with the other diagnoses. But the coronavirus was not the primary contributor to their death and often played no role at all. Mm. Okay, what's my bottom line? Everybody knows it because we already we had this conversation a couple years ago. Yeah. This is a lie. This was meant to manipulate people. This was meant to cause mm-hmm. fear. Solonisky. Come on. Exactly right. <laughs> Loose or radical. And so what do you do? 
you you paralyze people, you incapacitate people. They're no longer able to think clearly. And when they can't think clearly, clearly, then they just make they make wild decisions mm. because they're afraid. Now, I don't I don't want to quote deep theologians here, but <laughs> I will. Who you got? Bible man. Hey, he's pretty deep. <laughs> Bible man said Fear is the enemy of the believer, mm. which is why Jesus gave us his peace. Hey, hey. <laughs> Sit hey. down and get, get yourself that's in deep. front of some Bible man, okay? <laughs> but that's what we saw happening in this country, even among believers, like mm. gripped by fear. Like if you could be fed a healthy diet of fear, then mm. you'll do whatever we tell you to do. Guys, why are we bringing this up now? Why is this important? Because this will circle back around again. Mm-hmm. This will come around again. This We have not seen the first or the last time that there will be an attempt to shut down churches in America. Mm. That's, that is going to happen again. We have not seen the first or the last time that we will experience this, this move to make one-size-fits-all remedies. Yeah. Right? This, this is not it. So what we have to constantly do is remember Okay, it's and I know it sounds silly to say, hey, don't forget to remember. (laughs) Don't forget to. But that's what the call is. Right. Yeah. Don't forget to remember because it's so easy for us to get it's uh, to forget. We we move beyond things. Right. We're we're, we're out moving about in society again. And so we feel like, okay, yeah, they're never they're never going to do that again. (laughs) And that's expect that's that's exactly the safe, quote unquote, safe place that people want you to be in. That's right. So they can pounce on you. So now here's what we are learning, and we want to play a series of clips here. We are learning so much about these vaccines, and it was once believed that there were some that were safer than others, Mm -hmm. the ones that were not the mRNA. I was reading some other information from Dr. McCullough, and the studies are showing that even that is not true, that the vaccines just point blank are not safe, that they are not safe, and they're still learning the, the effects of these vaccines on the human body. But what's really alarming is that Dr. McCullough, uh, recently, I want to say about a month ago, he was on a Canadian podcaster show, a woman by the name of Tanya Gaw. And Dr. McCullough was asked a question about the effects of the vaccinated on the unvaccinated. Now, before I play these clips, let me make something very, very clear here. Because I don't in, in any way want to be lumped into the group of people who tried to create Greeks, Jews, Scythians, barbarians, <laughs> you understand, to try to divide people. So this is not about vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Please understand right. me and hear me very well. I recognize division as a tool and a tactic of Satan. One is number one. So I am not in any way trying to do that. Yeah. But I want you to recognize that there's real information out there that we were not allowed to consider. Mm -hmm. And we have to care about that so that this is not replicated. So here is Tanya Gaw and Dr. Peter McCullough in this first clip. The question is about the risks of the vaccinated to the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. Clip one. What are the risks to the unvaccinated? You know, there was a recent paper, I just have it on my Substack. stack, if, if, if you want to review it, if you go to the Courageous Discourse Substack, 
And the first author is Halim Banoun, a former INSERM scientist. INSERM is a leading research unit in France. And Banoun has summarized this. This is disturbing. It looks like the messenger RNA is transferring from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated now. Mm -hmm. And uh, in a paper by Fertig and colleagues, the messenger RNA is found circulating in blood for at least two weeks, and the curves were not going down. That's as long as they looked. Rolkin and colleagues has found messenger RNA and the vaccinated in lymph nodes for months. It looks like the body's not clearing it out. And, uh, and then a recent paper, this is most disturbing, from Hannah and colleagues, JAMA, showed that the messenger RNA is in the breast milk of yes. women ill-advised who took the vaccine uh, during pregnancy or afterwards. So it's now clear, I think the messenger RNA, that's the greatest concern is, was, could you actually take a vaccine inadvertently by close contact, kissing, sexual contact, breastfeeding? And it looks like the answer is yes. Now the question on the table is, how long do you wait uh, for contact? No one knows. Okay. <laughs> And so everybody here, so no one knows how long to wait, according to Dr. McCullough, mm -hmm. uh, for this, for the vaccines to stop shedding. Okay, basically is what we're talking about. Like yeah. for, for you to be able to communicate what mm -hmm. you've placed in your body to, to other people. Others. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but, but here's what we do know. We do know that there were questions about this early on. Mm -hmm. Dr. Christina Parks, yeah. she was on two or three of the Hamilton Corner shows, which right. I listened to two or three times, like no exaggeration, yeah. because it was so much information that I found I had to slow down and then go back and even re-listen to it after I slowed down to just process the information. Mm -hmm. I specifically remember her raising the question of the vaccine being transferred in breast milk. I remember her raising the question of the vaccine being stored in women's ovaries, in their eggs, like in the <laughs> question of what does this mean for children? I remember, and excuse me here, but I remember her talking about the possibility mm -hmm. of the vaccines being communicated sexually. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but again, you have to flip a lot of pages and, and almost go to a portion of the web where you, do, do you understand what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Like, and it's like, yes. you, because if you can push people to that corner of mm -hmm. the web, well, you could say it's a conspiracy. You can you say like, oh, those people those are crazy. Concerns. They over here on this, you know, site finding this information that's not right. So, so here's, <laughs> so what we now know, according to Dr. McCullough, mm -hmm. is that this MRNA vaccine, this, this, what we are injecting into our bodies, uh, so many people in America, because they're being forced to, never leaves the body. <laughs> Does not leave the body. So when we get back on the other side of the break, we've got two more clips to play for you that should be incredibly concerning. Look, when we have knowledge... It is going to help us to make an informed decision. No doubt about that. But this is what I continue to say, and I mean this with everything that I have. We don't have to know everything. Right. We just have to know the one who does. Amen. Amen. So we, we don't have to know everything. So many of us felt like, well, I got to be able to give all the, and the numbers, and I got to be. No, I just need to know the one who knows all the numbers, <laughs> knows all the information, and he leads me. Mm. He leads me. And it is enough for me to say, you know what? I don't have a piece about that. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. 
That's enough. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. vaccines, the messenger RNA vaccines for short, they've never been demonstrated to actually leave the body. They look like they're permanent, uh, as well as the spike protein that's produced after them. This is very disturbing. So it's hard to guide. I was saying, you know, 30 days refrain from kissing and sexual contact with a vaccinated person, but I'm now extending that to at least 90 days and and conservatively maybe extended from a point forward. I know there's married couples and all kinds of of, of personal implications there. But but no, this messenger RNA looks like it's for keep. Every shot is accumulating in the body with no ability for the body to get rid to of it. To remove it. So well, welcome back. That was the voice of Dr. Peter, Mc, Peter McCullough. He mm-hmm. was on a podcast, um, the Canadian podcaster, Tanya Gall, and talking about what we now know, like scientific data and and... In some ways, I want to say not only what we now know, but what we're able to talk about more. Right. Because, because the evidence been, is so, yes, like, yes. mounted. And you mentioned Dr. Uh, Christina, you know, Parker. Yes, you yes, know, yes. And, and others. I mean, there were so many others, you know, a group of uh, uh, doctors who were bold enough and courageous oh, enough to line. say, yeah, to say, like, hey, this is not right, you know. And they were ostracized. They were like. So many formal apologies should be made. Man. So many formal apologies are are required in this moment that mm-hmm. is not even funny. It's not even a joke at this point. And 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 I, I think again, these things they anger me at first. And then the more information you read, the more upsetting it is. And so which by the way, I, I was uh listening and I think one of our listeners commented on this. I was listening to a podcast, this is a few months back, where there's been some question of people who have to receive blood transfusions mm. And these people are unvaccinated, and so they are requesting unvaccinated blood for their transfusions. Mm-hmm. And uh, blood centers are saying, no, we're not. No, that places an undue burden on us to mm-hmm. try to screen the blood for whether or not a person has been vaccinated, which is interesting because anything else that can be transferred in the blood mm-hmm. that may be unwanted, that yeah, gets screened. for that, yeah. So I don't understand how, like, if a person does not want yeah. these drugs or whatever these like whatever like, better take i don't blood. even know what That's, do you call that man. you know wow you don't you don't even have now the opportunity to do that mm. again and i'm not trying to guys i really please <laughs> i am not trying to be sensational here but when i read these things i just got to be honest with you i'm you know you can call me crazy <laughs> but i think so much of this points to the soon return of the lord jesus christ mm. and in this last clip you're going to hear why Whenever you have things that rise to the nature and the extent of what is happening in the human body, Mm -hmm. that the makeup of the human body is being genetically altered. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are now messing with the Imago Dei. People, this this shouldn't be something that we're just like, oh, my goodness. Like like when you in fact, before I go on, here is clip three. This is Dr. McCullough saying that not only do, do these vaccines stay in the body, but it's actually changing the human genome. Here we go. The vaccines, because they stay in the body so long, it looks like they do permanently install into the human genome mm-hmm. through what's called reverse transcription. 
So this is disturbing that not only does the vaccines not get out of the body, but now they're changing the human genome. Uh, this was shown in a human hepatoma cell line. And so it's conceivable that two vaccinated people could actually pass the code for Pfizer and Moderna into the baby uh, permanently. The, the government, as they developed these vaccines, uh, they went, as they kind of rushed it through the final stages, there was no assurances that these were safe. There was no genotoxicity, no teratogenicity studies. Um, now to learn, and, and in autopsy studies, the spike protein produced from the genetic material is found in the heart. Both my own colleagues have shown that. It's found in the brain, yeah. found in the brain, more yeah. and colleagues. So I can tell you, everyone who's taken the vaccine has this material in their brain, their heart, their adrenal glands, mm -hmm. reproductive organs. Uh, it, it's really a terrible thought. My heart goes out to people who have taken the vaccine. Yeah. So listen. Listen, and I'm going to open the phone lines, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840, concerns you weren't allowed to know, mm. concerns you weren't allowed to know. And when you get to the point where now you're finally allowed to know, it says so much about the inability for it to be hidden, that it's something that cannot be overlooked, that now, okay, now you get to know, because right. we can't hide it anymore. It's, yeah. like, it's like the rug has piled up so high mm. that you cannot effectively conceal what has been swept under it. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean? you got the mountain. Mm -hmm. And right. so it's like, you haven't been really cleaning. Yeah. So now you got to deal with that. And that's where we are. But can I say something? <laughs> and, and this is to my brothers and sisters who are listening, who were either forced or chose to, even with the limited information and received these shots I understand that listening to something like this can be concerning. It's like, look, I'm look, let's just be frank about it. It's like listening to a recall notice when you ate that stuff. Mm -hmm. You're like, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> and 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 you check your packages and you find you got the best buy date. You got the CFU number. Like mm -hmm. that's you're like, hold up a second. But but what happens for us? Yeah. We remember that God is sovereign. That's and that's 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 the great point, you know, that even with this and Come and, on. and even in ignorance, having Come done on. stuff, it's like what so many other things in yes. our lives yes. that we've been ignorant about that God has protected us and he's sovereign over even that. Amen. You know, amen. That's, that we man. can entrust ourselves amen. to him amen. fully and completely. That's right. That's right. Now, look, you need to know that Christian. Mm hmm. You need, because why? You are going to have to show up for your friends and your colleagues who don't have the hope that you have. Mm. Because guaranteed, they're getting the same information that you're getting. The ones who are on the same job with you, who you all were forced to take the vaccine. And so they're wrestling with all of this. Can I tell you that this becomes a witnessing opportunity for yeah. you? But that means in order for you to witness... You got to show up with that hope that is in you. That's good. That's if good. you don't show up with that hope, if the sky is falling on you like mm -hmm. it's falling on them, mm -hmm. then what's the difference? Mm -hmm. So what you've got to do is you got to say, listen, I did the same thing. And man, I'm so bothered by this information that's mm -hmm. coming out. But you know what? I have an eternal peace. Yeah. I have an eternal hope. I've entrusted my life, my care, my soul to Jesus Christ. Let me tell you what kind of that's peace right. that brings to me. That's right. But that's now right. if you don't have that, you stay in the prayer closet until you get it. And, and also, you know, it's twofold, too. So it, it gets us ready for next time that we will be vigilant, we'll be we ask for wisdom instead of going maybe headlong and just to do something. You know, this all this is a lesson to be learned for, for us that man, I need to hear from the Lord. I have to have a peace from God about these things and not just 
hearing what everybody's saying to do. You better do this or else. That's right. But hear from the Lord. It's so important that Christians, that we hear from God. Amen. Because he's speaking. Amen. That's the blessing that the Lord has afforded us in Christ Jesus. Amen. The Spirit indwells us. All right. Let's go to the phone lines here. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right. Let's go to Archie in Houston, Texas. Hi, Archie. Christ did not die for angels. He died for humans. Amen. I worry that if if the people that make themselves non-human with some of these things uh, can be saved. That's all I got. Man, you know, I, I don't know hmm. about that. I don't know. I don't know exactly how much of the modification makes, makes the person non-human. non-human. Yeah. I get where you're going with that, brother. Right. I understand what you're saying here perfectly, but but I will say this. There are a lot of our brothers and sisters who have been redeemed by Jesus who took this shot. Yeah. I would not say that right. they're no longer redeemed by Jesus. I, I, I think I think that would be an overstatement of yeah. what's happening, what's shifting in the body. But I will tell you this. I really do believe that this, among other things that we're watching in the culture, point to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because there are just some things that will not be allowed. Mm. You have to understand, mm. pre-flood, mm-hmm. there were just some things that the Lord was like, you know what, enough. Mm. Enough. That's, that's just enough. And so I, I don't think that we are in a place where the Lord will be like, okay, just more. I think I, there there is a line. Mm-hmm. There is a line. Mm-hmm. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Tanya in Arkansas. Hi, Tanya. Hey, guys. Thank you for doing what you do. I appreciate you. it so much. And I want to tell you what the Lord has told me, which I think I've told you all before, but that this is all good versus evil, mm. that everyone has to choose a side. We were all made for a time such as this, or he would not have us here. And our Lord Jesus Christ wins all this mess. Now, mm-hmm. as far as my comment that I'm sure you're going to run with, Miki, um, the fact that all of these vaccines that were used in the United States are all under emergency use authorization. Therefore, there is no accountability to anyone. Someone dies or gets injured. There's no recourse for anyone. So you run with it, sister. Look, and I love you guys, and thank you for what you do. We love you thank too, you. Tanya. Thank you so much for that. Look, whenever you've got VAERS reporting, Whenever you've got indemnity, like when you indemnify a company, like, and I want our listeners to understand this. So if I invite you to come and eat at my restaurant, but I tell you I'm not responsible for anything that you consume. And in fact, there's a separate sort of like legal fund and and legal approach Mm -hmm. to how we deal with adverse effects from vaccines. Then I am free to cook whatever I please (laughs) and serve it to you however long it's been on the shelf. I don't have to have a a health code. I don't have to worry so Mm. much about what I'm doing. Because no matter what I do, you cannot come after me personally. I'm not personally liable. Mm. So you tell me that my chicken is rancid. You tell me it tastes like seven days old (laughs) sitting out on the stove, slightly warmed. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I can put my hands up. And, and I can say, mm, I'm sorry, you're going to have to tell it to those people. They take care of that. Yeah. I'm not, I can't. And then add to that, I can't even talk about it out loud because I become one of the crazies, the anti, one of the anti-vaxxers. Mm. Our sister Tanya is right. There is absolutely no accountability. And let me just say this. That is not just for COVID. I will stay All on right. topic. I am <laughs> saying that it has been like that for a long time. That's will the right. Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Shirley in Tennessee. Hi, Shirley. So much for taking my call. I hope everybody will check out the great COVID deception pastor, deception pastor Billy Crone because he hits on a lot of this. He sure but does. I was wondering. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. Um, Beyond COVID is his DVDs too that he's got out on Southwest Radio, 
And um, I think it's by Oregon going to get them. But um, I'm praying for God to block the effects of this because every member of my family except myself and my mother took the shots. And some of them are already having um, side effects. And, and I know it's side effects. They don't want to admit it. And um, I, I learned from some scientists, and I don't remember which ones it was, whether it was McCullough or who, they're saying that soon enough, and this was being pushed before Fauci um, retired or whatever, all shots would be mRNA soon enough. So that means your, um, your flu, your pneumonia, all of them. And it's even they're trying to make food uh, mRNA mm. acceptable so that you eat it. And they say everybody who's taking these shots needs to be on ivermectin because it can stop you from blood clotting. And last, I just want to encourage everybody that Adam and Eve took something into their system also that changed their nature and caused them to be able to die and, you know, changed them completely. But guess what? The Lord gave them grace and mercy, and they lived almost a thousand years before it happened. So don't claim anything. Just trust the Lord and uh, hang in there and be strong for the Lord. And let's make our life count for him because we know he's coming soon. There's a lot that there's a lot that our sister said in there i'm not aware of mrna shots uh being made for all of the vaccines i haven't Mm -hmm. heard anything about that i haven't heard anything about the food so i just want to say that i will say this with adam and eve though they they lived physically but the moment they ate the fruit they died died. yeah they died spiritually Mm -hmm. and 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 that was the death that in their disobedience Mm -hmm. was concealed from them that's right and and that was the thing that they didn't it's like you're not going to surely die yeah you understand? So, so, so they did die. But I understand. Let me, because yeah, right. I just want to be theologically. The so, but, but yeah. the mercy of God, mm-hmm. the Lamb slain before the foundation of Amen. the world. That's a fact. Amen. That's a fact. And so, absolutely, God's grace is totally and one hundred percent sufficient. Yes. Let me come back to this, and then I'm going to go to the next caller here. We have an opportunity to live faithfully for the glory of God in every generation mm-hmm. and in every situation in which we find ourselves. I do not want us to miss it. This is not the time for us to run and hide. This is not the time for us to stand on the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated side. What I am telling you here is that as this information comes out and as it increasingly comes out and overwhelms the hearer, Mm -hmm. the one whose eyes were kind of closed to it, now their eyes are opening, you have an opportunity for the gospel. What I am telling you is show up for the glory of God. Think with an eternal perspective Mm -hmm. and not a temporal one. All right, mm-hmm. let's try to squeeze in one or two more calls. Will the great? All right, let's go to Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to say um, I think as Christians, we all need to pray for something that will um, help these people. And when you see what comes out of them, the blood clots and, and all that on video, um, I mean, maybe there's something that can break it down. I mean, God could do it, mm-hmm. of course, Amen. you know, but yeah. also. I wanted to say that there was something that was a beneficial thing. I'm not saying it would um, cure the shot or whatever, but it was around that time. And it was chlorophyll from leaves. And um, anyway, you couldn't find it. Uh, All of a sudden, and what a guy told me at a health food store was that there was something on TikTok about how wonderful it was that it could help you lose weight or something. All of a sudden, it disappeared everywhere locally the only place i could find it was about 20 minutes away with a kind of a bad preservative in it and mm-hmm. there it was all over the shelf you know but anyway lynn, i'm just saying lynn let me i'm sorry i just want to jump in we're running to the end of the show here i just wanted to comment on something you said 
the Lord has protected and preserved people even when they were unaware. That's right. So I don't want us to miss the fact (laughs) that the Lord God is at work to protect and preserve even when we don't know it. That's right. That's right. All right. We're out of time. Until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.